Live, local, and loud. Who are these knuckleheads? Passion. We have no clear star. We can lose anybody and still be as good. Energy. You are obsessed with his mother. I'm a little uncomfortable with how obsessed with his mother you are. And a whole lot of laughs. Oh, crap, all of you. It's live, local, and loud. We have a show on a Marconi award-winning station. This is like playing for the Yankees. Here's Nick Grinowitz and Jerry Daniels. What is up? A Tuesday edition of the big show here on ESPN 690. Nikki Football here. Jerry Daniels is with me. Thanks for making our Tuesday part of your Tuesday. We're jam-packed. Got a ton to get into. Not a whole lot of time. We're going to take you all the way up 645. And then we're going to get some playoff baseball for you here on ESPN 690. In the meantime, you can get in touch. 844-225-5580. That's 844-225. 225-5580 on Twitter at the Jerry Daniels and at Get Nick G. The Lightning hoisting the cup. Monday night football going the way it's normally going between Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. We'll get into that. Where could Doc Rivers end up? And a whole lot more. That number once again, 844-225-5580. That it's 844-225-5580 on Twitter at the Jerry Daniels and at Get Nick G. But you know how we start every single show. A six-pack of the can't-miss stories from today. Today, the Yingling Six-Pack on live, local, and loud. One. It is the Yingling Six-Pack, and anywhere in the state of Florida, it's the same. The number one story is the Lightning winning what was a weird, but still, no asterisks, 2020 Stanley Cup. Man, the horns were flying in Tampa Bay last night. Here's what it sounded like on NBC. There's Doc Emmerich. They win the series four games to two over the Dallas Stars. Um, this one, I'll tell you what, Jerry, uh, this is one of the all-time sports redemption series. 2015, you go back. They lose in the Stanley Cup final to my Chicago Blackhawks. 2016, they lose in game seven of the conference final. Same thing in 2018. They lose in game seven. They led both of those series three games to two, so they lost the final two games. And then last year, a historic regular season for Implosion, the Tampa Bay Lightning. a lot of people look yes. at it. Game one, it looked like it again. The yes. same Blue Jackets. Yeah, historic regular season. They get swept by the Blue Jackets, and then they go into, was it five overtimes? It sounds right. It feels like forever ago that that happened, but the first game of this Stanley Cup Finals in the bubble, um, playoffs, that is, not final Stanley Cup playoffs, they're matched up against the Blue Jackets for the second consecutive year. They go to five overtimes. They win that game. And I don't know if that is the monkey off the back for Tampa Bay, but they beat them there, and they go through an unprecedented run for them in the finals, and they win their first Stanley Cup since 2004. Uh, this is one of the all-time redemption se- uh, seasons for a team, even down to John Cooper, the head coach. Did you see that note from SportsCenter last night? No, you mean John Cooper, the guy that fans were screaming I know. to fire last year? I know, and what did we both say? Our guy Chase Bunker was saying, get rid of John Cooper. Hey, man, he wins everywhere he goes. Just pump on the brakes a little bit. Let's all just take take a deep breath, baby, okay? And John Cooper leads him. All season long, he wore a Virginia Cavaliers hat because the message was redemption. Of course, Virginia losing to the 16-seed UMBC in the 2018 NCAA tournament. And what happened in 2019? That's right, Virginia won it all, and the Lightning did the same. Two. A little sad that Yeiserman wasn't there for this because this is still the team that he built. No, he he no, he abandoned them. No. He didn't abandon them. He abandoned them. them. He no. went, he he abandoned went them. home. No. no. 
Really? Seriously? No. Turn your backs on him now. He abandoned them. He went back to Detroit. He's working for Detroit now. Hey, you I want to hoist a cup, Eisenman? You have to give no. him a break. No, when no, he no, does no, that, no, right? no, no. He's the enemy now. You want to hoist a cup? You win it in Detroit. Until then, quiet. Wow, there's some anger there. I they feel owe like him nothing. There. Yeah, he abandoned them. All right. Well, the Ravens, with the current entourage, have only had three regular season losses going into last night. Two of those three losses were against the Kansas City Chiefs. So they went into this game thinking, okay, we're going to get this little monkey off of our back. Thinking of speaking of monkeys, we're going to have to play that song, by the way, now. Um, well, that didn't work out. Monday Night Football, 34-20. The Chiefs walk away with another one, and the Ravens get their first loss this season. Yeah, a lot of notes from this one. Pat Mahomes became the fastest quarterback to 10,000 passing yards. He did it two games quicker than who, Jerry? Do you have a guess? Rodgers? No, uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner was the quickest wow. passer to 10,000 yards, and Pat Mahomes beat That's by two games. That's the guy who uh, was bagging groceries. Bagging groceries. Yes. Kurt Warner, yeah. <laughs> and how about this one? I've got another wild stat for you here. There's a few from this. Pat Mahomes now, in the month of September in his career, he's unbeatable. And no, that's not hyperbole. He's actually unbeatable. He's 10-0 in September, 32 passing touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's an absolute cheat code, and Lamar Jackson... Here's a Lamar note. This one you're not going to like, Baltimore Ravens fans. Fell's point not lit on this. Lamar Jackson, four career regular season losses. Three of them now are to Patrick Mahomes. Three. Yeah, that's that's the problem with this. All right, the NHL bubble, did The NHL, maybe only short of baseball, is the most superstitious. I mean, oh, they yeah. really are superstitious. Don't, don't touch the President's Cup, right? The whole thing, all that, right? <laughs> Yes. No, it's the Eastern Conference. It's it's the Conference Championship Cup. That's what it is. It's not the President's Cup. My bad. You don't touch either Conference Cup yeah, because if you it. do, that means you won't win the Stanley Cup. Exactly. Though the Lightning touched it. They touched it. Oh. They won it. There you go. All right, so here's the superstition. Don't talk about the bubble. Well, they didn't talk about the bubble. But here's what you need to know. Now that the Stanley Cup is over... No positive tests in the NHL bubble. Yep. It was a complete success. And we're not talking no tests for players. We're talking no positive tests within the bubble. At all. 31,000 COVID-19 tests, zero positive cases among players, coaches, and staff, and a handful of, and there were just a couple of uh, positive tests for hotel, arena, and restaurant yes. employees. Yes, they none were of taken the staff out of the, of the right. NHL at all. Exactly. It stayed completely clean. And you know what I enjoyed the most? And this is going to sound like a dig at the NBA because it is. I didn't have to hear the players moan about it the entire time. Did you, did you notice how quiet the NHL players were? Hey, we're here to work. We're here to do our jobs. We want to get our paychecks. And what we're not going to do is go on Instagram and complain to everybody about our hotel rooms. Uh, NHL players, man, they, they you get it. you know the it. problem with this? What's that? It's not the NHL. It's not the NBA. It's the fans. The fans say they want players who care about the sport they play. The fans say they want players to just do their job. But the truth is, is at the end of the day, it's what the NHL is. And you don't watch it, people. You don't watch the NHL. So don't tell me that you want players that care. Because you have players that care, and you don't want. All right, get rid of two-line passing then, and make the goal two inches bigger on each side. Four. You just want more scoring is all you want. Well, that is exactly what that meant, yes. <laughs> Institute cherry picking in the NHL, and then we'll talk. Actually, make it four on four in regulation. Uh, so the Astros have had a miserable season, and it had nothing to do with the fact that fans were showing up and, you know, uh, chastising them, we'll call it. But today, despite the fact that the Astros are in with a losing record because of the expanded Major League Baseball playoff, 
one Twins fan showed up and pulled a little, what is that, Groucho? Groucho? What's the name of the guy who lives in the garbage Oscar can? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. He sat outside the stadium, close enough to the where the hitters would hear him, and he pounded on a trash can until he was asked to leave, but was not asked to leave by Astro Security until sometime in the seventh inning. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> the amount of time people have on their hands right now. I understand people are working from home. That guy might be just answering some work emails while he's actually in the trash can. I have no idea. If no, you want to spend time doing this. That twin security left him alone until almost the end of the game. And it looked like it had gotten in the Astros' heads all the way until the top of the ninth inning uh, where well, that game was tied 1-1. He wasn't banging any. No, he wasn't. The Astros scored three runs in the top of the ninth, including a go-ahead uh, base on balls with the bases loaded. Jose Altuve drew the walk. Astros lead this series with the Twins. They may have had a losing record, but they lead it one game to none now after winning today. Five. All right, it looks like I'm going to lose my bet because rumors are coming out of uh, Sixerland. I'm sure... We'll hear more about it from Kevin at 7 tomorrow, but rumors are coming out that Doc is in talks already with Philadelphia to become their next head coach. This feels like the right fit to me. I'll be interested to hear what our guy Kevin Rayfuse has to say about it tomorrow because he's the Sixer fan. He's the one that's really kind of tapped into that organization. Mike D'Antoni's scheme, the D'Antoni offense, it doesn't fit the Sixers' roster. And if you're going to make a go at this with Embiid and Simmons... With your two superstars, I think you bring in Doc Rivers. Simmons plays defense. Yeah, he does. He does play defense. And so does Joel Embiid when he wants to. And Doc Rivers (laughs) is good. You said yesterday at getting guys to play defense. He's he's good at getting them to buy in. He's not an X and O guy. mm -hmm. But that wasn't the problem with Brett. No, this is an ego manager. This is a, a, a player manager. Uh, this might be the perfect fit for the Sixers. I'll be interested to I see, I like Zion, too, though. The, oh, so do I. right, though. That so was do a I. Good, that was a good option for him as well. But do you want to get out of the West and go to the East, where if you get the right mix of guys, you might be able to make kind of a Miami Heat-esque run to the postseason? Six. All right. Uh, speaking of coaches, rumor has it that Adam Gase is being informed that this weekend is the be-all. If he does not win this weekend, it is over for Adam Gase out as Jets head coach. The Jets suck, man. The Jet, I mean, There's nothing but else to really talk him? about. I, because they're 7-12 and 12 with him as their head coach, and 10 of those losses have been by double digits. Okay, Your witness counselor. Reason. Oh, that was a good one, right? <laughs> How about this? I, th- there's reason one. Let me give you another one. He was hired because of his offensive acumen. His yeah. offense has been the worst in the NFL over the last two seasons. If that's not good enough for you, I got something else. He was hired to develop quarterback Sam Darnold. He threw three interceptions, including two pick sixes on Sunday. There you go. Thursday night's game feels like the tipping point. It feels like the tipping point. You have an 0-3 Broncos team who's on their third quarter. They're going to start some guy named Rippin and not the good one on on Thursday. This is their third-string quarterback. If the Jets lose to the Broncos on Thursday, and I think they will, Adam Gase should be given the pink slip on Friday. That's simple. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. Just move on. I don't care well, who takes the over the coming team. Out, is cool. that if he doesn't win, that he's been told. Like, Friday, he we will be talking about it. Yeah, Friday, we will be talking about it, especially if this Jets offense looks as anemic. And I would say, I, I, I mean, there's no other word for it, actually, as anemic and, 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 and poorly run, poorly executed as it has in, in the past few weeks, um, then I would expect, yeah, for Adam Gase, to get fired. And this is why you don't let the GM you're firing hire the next coach. That never understood that. 
Never understood that at all. That is the uh, that is the Yingling Six Pack, our six pack of trending stories here on live, local, and loud. It's brought to you by our friends at Yingling, America's America's oldest brewery since 1829. They said what? Nick and Jerry break down the day's sports conversation. It's the Daily Rewind. All right, Jerry, let's get to our guys from Action Sports Jacks, Brent Mart now and Austin Lane. Catch him three to six right here on ESPN six ninety. And they talked about the NHL bubble and the bubbles in general. They have not burst. The, the story there is, hey, great for the Lightning. But yeah. the, the bigger story to me is the bubble worked. They they finished the season. Mm-hmm. That was the whole intent. I think we have to take people back to the conversations of months ago. What are they going to do? Will they get to the finish line? How important it is to get to the finish line? Will these bubbles be effective? Well, the NBA has gotten more attention than the NHL bubble, but they proved that it was effective. I mean, the NBA bubble was effective to get to this point, and in the next two weeks, we'll have an NBA champion crowned. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it as clear as day the bubbles worked? Like, really not a lot of negative impact from having the bubbles in these two sports. I think the bubble did work. I think in the NBA, even though you had guys go to hot wing joints, or it wasn't even a hot wing joint, it was more of a gentleman's club with a hot wing kitchen, um, even though you had that going on, like for the most part, I think it's still coming off as, you know, some pretty great content. So the bubbles are working right now. Action Sports Jacks, Brent Martin now in Austin Lane. Uh, yes, that was a gentleman's club with a kitchen in it. It was it was not a wing <laughs> joint. Um, it was a different kind of joint. It was a gentleman's joint is it what it was. It wasn't a wing. It was a breast and thigh, thigh. and leg joint. Yeah, that's what it was. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> but the bubbles, Jerry... They have worked, and now we're going to get our first look at what it's like. Well, not I guess not our first look, because we've seen this with college football and with baseball, but this is going to be something a little bit different with the NFL and the report today. We didn't get into this during the Yingling Six Pack, but the Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings have closed their facilities due to positive COVID-19 tests. The Vikings have had positive tests, and so, and uh, excuse me, the, t- the Titans have had positive tests, eight players, and the Vikings, out of abundance of caution, have shut down their facilities. So now we're going to see how the NFL is going to handle this thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Do you believe all the stats coming out of the NBA and the NHL? I asked you this before the bubble started, and I don't know what I believe, honestly. Do I Do I think if LeBron James tested positive for COVID-19, the NBA would yank LeBron out? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Now, maybe, maybe that's a little too menacing uh, of, of a th- maybe I'm being a little bit too tough on the NBA but they're a stars league I and maybe it would be naive to think the other way I don't know but I, I, I don't do see believe. that scenario here's what I see hmm. Dwight Howard catches it and Dwight Howard has a leg cramp Dwight would be the guy week. Dwight would be the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just hold him out injury yeah. or something you like that. You just don't report what the injury is. Yeah, I'm, there could be some of that. I, I mean, I, I actually think it's on, on the college football side of things, too. I mean, oh, you're yes. telling me the University of Houston has not played a game yet this year, but you're telling me that all of these SEC schools are doing just bully with this? No, like I think that I think there are a lot of guys with head colds. Not COVID-19. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, yeah I, my I, point. I agree with you then. Let's get to Max <laughs> Kellerman. You can hear him right here on ESPN 692 to 3 p.m. Max speaking on Lamar Jackson's kryptonite. Sometimes quarterbacks get too much credit, and sometimes they get too much blame. 0-3 against Kansas City. And if they're your kryptonite, and Lamar is Superman, well, so far, the other kryptonite for the Ravens has been the playoffs. Boy, that's some bad double kryptonite to have. If you're a team in the AFC and you're trying to win a Super Bowl, your kryptonite can't be both the playoffs 
and Kansas City. That's a bad combination. Max Kellerman earlier today, 3-4 to four right here on ESPN 690. Uh, Lamar Jackson, four career regular season losses. Three of them are against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And on one side, Jerry, I can say, well, yeah, that team's really good. It's Andy Reid, who's a really good coach, who won a lot of games with, uh, with, with, with quarterbacks not nearly as good as Patrick Mahomes. And when you give him a guy like Mahomes, he's going to be darn near unbeatable. But on the other side, if the goal is winning a Super Bowl, you got to go back to the drawing board because Baltimore is just, they're not built to beat a team like Kansas City. And this idiot here had Baltimore minus three and a half. I, I drank the Kool-Aid, I took the cheese, and you know when I knew it was over? When they kicked the field goal on the opening drive. When the, when the, when the drive stalled out for Baltimore on that opening drive, they ran down the field. They had a tripping penalty, got them behind the sticks. They're kicking a field goal with Justin Tucker inside of their own 15 or so. I said, man, you don't kick field goals and beat Lam- and beat Patrick Mahomes. That's when that game was over. You got to score touchdowns. And they just, they, they can't do it against Kansas City. They can't keep up with them. No, I mean, but there's a little bit of a head game here. Isn't there a little bit of a head situation at this point? Uh, a little Do you bit think of, this is I, this no. is a psychological part I don't. at all? No, now? I don't. I, I think I think it's just one team. You're bringing a knife to a gunfight. That's what it is. One team is just not built to be able to keep up with the other one. The spurtability and the scoreability of Kansas City is just so great that Baltimore can't keep up with them. They they just they can't. I'm trying to come up with a comp. It's kind of like those old. Uh, those Cavs Golden State, you know, the the NBA Finals in 2015, let's say. And remember that Cavs team, they kind of played a little bit slower, especially, you know, when you got into the Finals and there was no Kevin Love and there was no Kyrie Irving. It was LeBron against everybody else. That's kind of what it looked like last night, where it was Lamar Jackson and his receivers did him no, no help. But it was Lamar Jackson against Patrick Mahomes and all of these other weapons. You're bringing Should a, there be a, a phone call at this point going out to AB? Um... Yes. Yes, but here's the thing. Is Antonio Brown going to teach Lamar Jackson the forward pass? That's what I need to know. Because Lamar Jackson, some of the blame is on him. He needs to become a more refined passer, and he has not done that yet. Yeah, but can A.B. kind of fill those holes? Can he make him better? So here's the thing. A.B. is good at those little pop and shot overs. What you're asking me is... Is it Without time, screwing the kid up. Is it time for desperation for Baltimore? How desperate are they to try to win a Super Bowl this year, to try to put themselves over the top? And here's what I'm telling you. They're not beating them. They're not beating Kansas City unless there's you know an, an injury on that, on, on that defense or there's an injury, I guess, to Patrick Mahomes. You're not beating them. The offense is just it's too explosive for them. Let's get to one more. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski joined ESPN Radio today and was asked about the future for former Magic Celtics and now L.A. Clippers coach Doc Rivers. He certainly you know, wants to coach again. Now, whether it's going to be with one of these openings now, Philadelphia, New Orleans, you know, or a couple of the jobs uh, that are open, that might on the surface make sense. Houston, another one, a team that's uh, had some recent playoff success. Um, but I think for Doc Rivers, he can be uh, patient. He doesn't have to jump at one of these jobs. Um, and I think for him, he'll, he'll be in great demand, uh, whether it's with the group of teams out there now or waiting to see what may come open. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. I picked that cut, Jerry, because we discussed this late last night about Doc Rivers. Does he need to take a job immediately? You felt like he needed to to immediately jump back in the water and not take a break. Yeah, I, I think I think 
this wasn't his problem, mm-hmm. and I think he needs to prove it. So this was an embarrassing finish for the Clippers. Yeah. So I think he needs to get back in the water as soon as possible. Yeah, this... And, and I, I disagree. I think the only thing that's stopping him from being Houston's coach is maybe he doesn't want to be in a situation where he's around his son again. I don't know about but, that. I, 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 well, for his son's own good, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's tougher on his son to play with his dad as the coach, but they proved yeah, they could do it with the Clippers. Um, I think that when you're surveying the landscape, maybe Philadelphia is just a little bit of a better situation than Houston is right now. Do you want to go and try to deal with, you know, the the Russell Westbrook and James Harden duo there and those guys learning how to share the ball and those guys learning how to play defense. I would rather coach Philly than than Houston. I would. Uh, that is the Daily Rewind. Uh, we take it to the day sports conversation right here on live, local, and loud. It's brought to you by our friends at Yingling, America's oldest brewery since 1829. Amer- uh, a Florida brewery brewed down the road in Tampa. Any Yingling you drink there, Jerry, it's a Florida Yingling. It tastes damn good. You can get in touch, 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580 on Twitter at the Jerry Daniels and at Get Nick G. The Lightning are hoisting the cup, but one NHL tradition is being threatened. We'll get into that next. We're live, local, and loud. I've got another confession to Shoots wide left, 15 seconds left. Rebound Radulov behind the net. Right circle Haskin and right point Klingberg shoots. Blocked! It's out of the zone! It's in the neutral zone! Eight seconds left! Barkley Goodrow after it! Shoots wide right of the open net. Time ticks down! The Lightning win the Stanley Cup! They have reached the top of the mountain! They are the Stanley Cup champs! They're the oddest pair on the air. It's live, local, and loud. Back to Nick and Jerry. Dave Mishkin, the call on WDAE, the Lightning Radio Network last <laughs> night. I'm hoping to get Paul Kennedy on with us. Tomorrow. I would love to talk to PK. Him. Would love to talk to PK I'm a about jealous this. Jealous now because he's going to get a ring. Is he? <laughs> Do, now broadcasters don't always get the ring. I, from my experiences with the Lakeland Magic, I've, I've, I've made sure to point this out plenty of times. Hey, we get a G League championship. I want a ring. Um, I don't know. Broadcasters don't always get them though. They don't. They just they they don't normally get them. Um, that would be. He is Jerry Daniels on Nikki Football. Thanks for making our the Tuesday part of your Tuesday. Get them? Not always. What? Not always. No, I'm serious. There have been there have been some instances where the broadcast crew does not get a stand a uh, a, a championship ring. Yeah, they don't necessarily. What get is them it? Out because the if, if they're part of the team or not? I don't know. I, I don't know. But like I do know that some guys haven't gotten them. That's all. I've had conversations with some broadcasters in the past. I don't want to name names, and they were kind of like, "Yeah, you know, bummer." Kind of thought maybe something oh, show up in the mail. That's the terms and conditions of me taking a position. That if we I get a ring, thing, I get a ring. I bet. You're telling me you've invested in some minor league teams there, Jerry, and you're like, "Hey, listen, I'm all for, <laughs> I'm all for being part of the organization." But oh no, 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 you don't understand. Yeah, the terms and conditions of the sale. Um. Of sports teams in the past, I don't want to go into contract negotiations. Can here I just start? Na- can I start naming team names now? Or? Names, okay. but I'm just going to say I get a ring. If they win a championship, I get a ring. All right. All right. Well, hey, listen. 
Listen, I would I would feel the exact same. Part of the team, part of the ship, part of the crew. Uh, I want to I get into it. There's so many different things to get into on this Stanley Cup um, title for Tampa Bay. Well, you got to set Bay. it up because I don't know if everybody's seen the story. I'm, I'm, well, we're, we're going to, but there, there's one other avenue I want to go down before we get to the one of the hollowed traditions one in, in all of sports, not just in, Stanley, in, in, in hockey, but in all of sports. I would say it's up there as you know, one, of, one of the coolest traditions in sports, yeah, and that would I be mean, when... We, you might not watch hockey, but the hockey trophy is the coolest trophy in all. So I remarked on this last night on Twitter, at uh, GetNickGees, where you can follow me, but in terms of MVP trophies, that Conn Smythe is no cheapy. I, I saw Victor, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He won the Conn Smythe, and I was sitting there just kind of watching because the Monday Night Football game was an absolute mess. Um, I saw I saw them bring it out, and I was like, my God, that thing's almost bigger than the actual Stanley Cup. I mean, the Conn Smythe is, is, is a huge trophy. It's this big – it's a big pyramid, basically. And I don't, I don't know how heavy it is. It looks heavy. But they gave it to Victor Hedman last night. Uh, he scored 10 postseason goals, the third, the third most ever by a defenseman. And I was just thinking to myself, now that is a trophy to put on your wall. I don't know where you'd put it. Like there's, I have a two-bedroom apartment. There's not enough room for that trophy in my apartment. But <laughs> This is what you thought about, huh? Yeah, actually, last night. Yeah, I was watching it. I was like, three things actually went through my mind, okay? One, one is the, the topic we're going to get into here in just a minute, and that would be about whether or not players are going to get to do the take the Stanley Cup home with you for a day thing when they do all kinds of disgusting stuff to that, that cup. Although they've outlawed urinating. You cannot urinate in the cup. That's Please don't do that. That, can we outlaw that with everything? Anything. Don't. <laughs> well, and in some ways it does sanitize it. Right? You know, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I'm not. Though I know everyone likes to play a scientist on Twitter nowadays. I'm not a scientist. But we're, we're going to get into that. The two things I thought, A, the Conn Smythe, whoa. Probably the most impressive MVP trophy, I would say, of any sport. And number two, just in terms of the Tampa Bay Lightning, this has to be one of the all-time redemption stories in sports. And because it's hockey, it's not going to get the attention that it deserves. No. But I, when you, you go all the way back to 2015, when they lost the Stanley Cup final to the Chicago Blackhawks, I was in the building for game five or six. No, it was game five that uh, that Chicago won at Amelie Arena. 2016 and 2018, you lose in seven games in the conference final, so you come a bit away from going to the Stanley Cup. Last year... You're the most celebrated regular season team in the history of, of all hockey. professional hockey. Yes, of all of hockey. I mean, basically the 73-win Golden State Warriors, and then they lost in the first round of the Blue Jackets. And not only just lost in the first round, they got swept. They got pantsed in front of the nation. And to pick it all up after that... With mo- mostly the same team. Same guys. You didn't yeah. really go make a big move, exactly. And make a change. Golden State, they blew a 3-1 lead to LeBron and the Cavs. They went and got LeBron Kevin Durant. Right. <laughs> St- the Lightning did not go out and find the hockey version of what Ke- of Kevin Durant. I don't know who that is. They, I, I don't know who that would be. But then you go into the bubble during a pandemic, hold it all together in there, five overtimes in the first game, run it down and win. It's, it's a top four, top five sports redemption story to me. I, I mean... I don't know what else. I don't know what would be on your list, Jerry, in terms of sports redemptions, but it's this: it's the 2019 Virginia Cavaliers after they lost to 16 seeded UMBC. 
they came to mind immediately. And last night, Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter talking with John Cooper, who many wanted fired. Looking at you, Chase Bunker. Just saying. Many, many wanted fired. And uh, he held on to the job, of course, all season long. He wore a Virginia Cavaliers hat. And he said to Scott Van Pelt, I don't know Tony Bennett. I don't know anything about Virginia and their team. I just knew it was a good storyline for our guys. And he pushed that all season long, from what I understand. And 2019 Virginia, they won the title after losing to UMBC. The Lightning do the same. The other teams that came to mind were the 2014 San Antonio Spurs. Of course, you remember the Ray Allen shot in Game 6 of the Finals in 2013. Spurs lose to the Miami Heat. That was LeBron's second title. Spurs come back the next year. That's that's the Kawhi, the Kawhi Leonard championship that season. He wins the, the Finals MVP that year. But... I, that that team, same thing, and they had the same guys. They didn't go out and get anybody either. But Doc, uh, uh, a Greg Popovich, excuse me, not Doc Rivers, Greg Popovich greatest, held that team together. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of last to first, you know, coming back and winning everything. Mm-hmm. The miracle Mets, you know, we talked a lot about a couple of weeks ago with the death of the great Tom Seaver. Sure, that's but 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 the problem is is that no one expected them to do anything. What makes this game great among great sports games in history is that they were supposed to win it all last year, right? And they didn't. They were expected to, and I, I would put Golden State up you there can't, because they, went they and got had KD. The, the best season ever. But because they added Kevin Durant, totally agree. It removes them from the conversation. Exactly. I mean, not only was it not the was it not the same team, it was nowhere near the same team. They went out and they got a top five player in the league. And th- that just takes you out of consideration. I, I didn't watch Golden State in 2017 and say, wow, they picked it all up and just somehow found a way. Those kids, <laughs> they didn't do that. They went out and got a bigger gun and then won the title like everyone Maybe expected. the Heat coming back after the loss to the Mavericks with the same team and figuring out a way to win an NBA championship when they were supposed to be the best team in the NBA the previous year, yeah, we can kinda, probably close. I, I guess that's close. I, but I you don't want to root for them because part of this is I just that fabricated stupid team. Yeah, part of this is just like I didn't want to root for LeBron during that run. Yeah, I just I didn't. Know. As I mean, as I a like Chris Bosh and I yeah. like Dwayne Wade, but I hated LeBron James. Yeah, I, I, I agree, and maybe that's maybe that's spoiled for me. But I just I. I, I wasn't into that um that that entire run there. Now here's it's like one something thing you tell your girlfriend. I'm well, not into that. Well, here's here's one thing. <laughs> hey, if you haven't had at least one of those conversations, you don't really have one of those relationships. Usually, I guess usually it's only when she says that to me. I would do anything for love, <laughs> but I won't do that. So I've got that Spurs team on there, and then the only other team I can find is the 04 Red Sox, and it's not just being down. 3-0 to the Yankees in the ALCS, it's in 20, 2003, Aaron Bleeping Boone. He hits the home run, was in the bottom of the ninth or in extra innings in the ALCS the previous year. Yankees go to the World Series. Of course, they lose to the to the uh, Florida Marlins because they got Bartman to help them cheat. But <laughs> the Red Sox were the other one. In terms of redemption stories in sports. man alone. He's already apologized. The team has officially forgiven him, by the way. Mm. Yeah, 12-year-old me won't. (laughs) Go ahead. So those are the four teams that came to mind. This Lightning team, 2019 Virginia, 2014 San Antonio Spurs in the NBA, the Red Sox in 2004. Maybe Peyton Manning and the Broncos where they come back the following year and they win the Super Bowl? I'd have to go look at that. Um, 
The problem is, is like Peyton was supposed to win year after year after year, but they you could put them on a list, I guess. You 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 probably he was supposed could. to win the Super Bowl the year he went, and then the following year he was a barely serviceable quarterback. And on the back of a defense, which, by the way, that will never happen again. Yeah. They've pretty much destroyed the ability of a defense to win games in the NFL. They're never going to be – no defense team, no Jags, no Broncos, no team built around their defense will ever win a Super Bowl again because they've emasculated them. They've removed through penalty adjustments. They've removed that ability. So what we saw with a crippled quarterback who just was a game manager win a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning We'll never see that again. When was that? 2015, so, I want to say? 20, yeah, 2015, 2016? I mean, they've, they've, with concussion protocols, they've changed the game. In fact, if, if you're a kid coming up through the system and you want to get paid at some point, you have to ask yourself, do I want to be an offensive lineman? Because there's no money. There's going to be no money paid to defensive guys because they're just it's they're not going to be a factor in the winning of games in the NFL going forward. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm quite there with you on that. Uh, I think Of course not. I I think you're I think you're on the right line. I mean, you you're going to you got to score 24 points a game at least. I mean, you got to put points up 27 points a game somewhere around there. You got to score and you got to have a quarterback that uh can can beat you in the air and can keep plays alive. Not everyone has to be Lamar Jackson, but you see Mahomes in the pocket last night and just how he keeps a play alive long enough for one of those burners to get open, and you you just can't get to him. It's it's frustrating as someone who bet. That's why they need Antonio Brown. As someone who bet Ravens minus three and a half, I, <laughs> I almost immediately. I there is no dumber a, fe- a feeling than watching Kansas City play when you when you bet against them and you're like, why wouldn't I just put my money on Patrick Mahomes? Last night you got Patrick Mahomes in three and a half. And I did this on Sunday night with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I was like, wait a minute, I get I get a top five quarterback and and three and a half points. Okay, I'm just gonna take that. I'm gonna ride with that. But for some reason my stupid behind decided, no, nah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baltimore. I'll take the cheese. I like John Harbaugh. My brother lives in Baltimore. Fell's point you can't is cool. Say dumbass? I thought we could say dumbass. I don't know. I decided not to. You didn't want to call yourself a dumbass? I decided not to. I mean, like it's okay, just then, right. you know, I mean you know how it is. Like you use those when when you want to use them. I I didn't quite feel like it there, but I mean, watching yeah, watching that game last a night was stupid. But you called yourself a stupid stupid behind. Ahead. I said stupid, oh, stupid behind. behind. Yeah. Okay, stupid Sorry. Behind. Do you want me to call myself a dumbass? I can call no, myself a dumbass. I just was waiting for it and it didn't happen. Well, I, I mean, was Here's what I'll tell you. I was a dumbass. <laughs> Two different ways too. Two different ways. One, I took Baltimore minus three and a half, knowing that. It, that in three regular season losses heading into last night, Lamar Jackson, two of them were to Patrick Mahomes. I should have realized that, and also that Patrick Mahomes is just, he just signed a contract for half a billion dollars. He's pretty good at football. Uh, and the other one, I let you talk me out of t- uh, out of Tom Brady, yeah, minus I, five and a half. Yeah, sorry about that. I should have never, I should never <laughs> let you do that. I don't know why I let you do that. I should have never let you do at that. at the time, it sounded smart. So did Baltimore minus three and a half. You always feel smart. <laughs> When you're betting on games, you're always walking up to the window. I don't know if there is a, 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 a feeling of more confidence than when you're, when you're walking up to the window in Vegas or you're online placing the bet wherever you want to place it. Listen, and don't bet. You can't lose, okay? You do you. You want to make an investment? You go ahead. That's my PSA to you. You always feel like a genius. Eh, you know, the public's on this. Fade the public. That's what you do. I'm going to take Baltimore minus three and a half. You feel like a genius. Then you're watching Baltimore punt from inside their first their their own 15 on their first drive, and you're like, yep, I'm a dumbass. That's, that's how it have feels. You ever, have you ever traded in your 
negotiable airline ticket for cash, bet the, the airline ticket, and then didn't have enough money to come home? No, I'm not that much of a degenerate. Okay, so then, so then you haven't hit that level. No, I've not. I don't plan to hit that level. I don't. I, I don't plan to hit that level. I have a couple of friends who I'm sure have hit that level, but I... I for full disclosure, it wasn't me, but I was on a trip with someone, and I was like, hey, you ready? We have a flight tomorrow. You know, you're going to get packed or whatever. It was late at night. And he's like, yeah, I haven't figured out how I'm going to get home. And I'm like, why? What he did says, he bet I, it on? I, I, I bet my money. What did he bet it on, ticket. though? Was it sports? It was sports. It was a so boxing he didn't like match. go to the craps table or anything like no, that. No, oh, no. a boxing it, it was match. Oh, it was a boxing match. Boxing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it was like a lightweight competition on like a second card. Really? Yeah. So what happened to him? <laughs> uh, he had to call his wife. I oh. wouldn't give it to him. I wouldn't give it to him. Good for I you. Was go- I was going to do man card and just give him the money to fly home, but the problem is, is because of the way he did it, I was going to have to pay. Like don't worry at about the time don't. it was like a six hundred dollar one way. Wow, which now would be like twelve hundred bucks. That's that is. I mean, like that's not just friendship. That is big time. I don't think but I it was. I was angry at him. I would be too because he was a moron. I would be too. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear more about this story. Oh, yeah, but I'm we got to run. Yeah, we got to run for the day. We got playoff <laughs> baseball coming up right here on ESPN six ninety. Is it Yankee? Yeah, the Yankees are coming up. So we got Yankees in the playoffs here coming up. We will be back tomorrow. It'll be like we never left. Right here on live, local, and loud. Have a good night, everybody. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.